0: The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.
1: Welcome to the Reframe and Rewire podcast. The podcast is designed to equip and inspire you with the science behind real change and stories of those who did. I'm Leslie Fiorenzo, filling in for Michelle L. Steffes today, our usual host of the show. Reframe and Rewire is all about how to really change your internal thought mechanism to have bigger success, whatever success means to you. And the purpose of our show today is to empower you and give you scientific methods and incredible stories. And I have an incredible guest with us today. I'm so excited to present John Riley, founder of Gentle Response Conflict De-escalation Training. John, thank you so much for being here. Such an important topic, yeah. given what's going on in the world today. Uh, I asked you to the show for, for that very reason, Tell me a little bit about, I know you were a police officer with the Grand Rapids Police Force and Road Patrol, is that correct? Yes. Yes. So tell us about that and how that led you to what you're doing today.
0: Um, Thank you for having me here. This is a a very uh, relevant issue uh, these days, unfortunately. But uh, I was a police officer for the city of Grand Rapids for 20 years and road patrol the whole time uh, on night shift. And so I was uh, definitely boots on the ground, in the middle uh, of a lot of really volatile situations. Discovered early on in my career, um, I had spent seven years in the Army prior, went through Desert Storm, I had discovered early in my career that it's not always lights and sirens, foot chases, car chases, and all that stuff that you see on on, on TV and and, and in the movies. I spent the vast majority of time simply talking to people. Mm. I was counseling, chastising, mediating, de-escalating.
1: How interesting. Um,
0: so
1: that led you to what you're doing now then? Uh,
0: yes, uh, I retired in 2015 and in 2016 uh, my, uh, the security team at my church asked me to do a, a de-escalation class for, for our security team and it was while putting that class together I, I had what I call a road to Damascus experience because at the time I was laser focused on going into another career as a charter pilot. Um, I got my pilot's license and I, when I was in high school, and I had decided that after all this, this, this you know, 20 years as a police officer, I was ready to do something very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was laser focused in that, but I had observed uh, through my experience as a police officer and just life in general, that there's a vast number of people, good people, who mean well, who don't realize that they say and do things under stress that can actually escalate a situation. Mm-hmm. And I just just felt such a calling to stop what I was doing and uh, go forth and try to teach people the finer art of, of conflict de-escalation. I had discovered uh, I had a knack for it. And, and anyone uh, here can, can think of someone, at least one person, that they, could, they can think of in their life that they would describe and characterize as having a knack for dealing with people. Mm. And... Um, I, I just had a knack for it and, and realized that what I had to share and pass on to at least beginning with my church security team would be beneficial for everybody. And here I am four years later, four and a half years later, my team and I actually get to travel around the country. We conduct very dynamic, realistic conflict de-escalation training seminars for corporations, businesses, uh, law enforcement, churches, uh, anyone who has staff and volunteers that could or has had an encounter with a loud rude obnoxious person could benefit from the training. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, but most of your events prior to March were probably live and so you yes. had a pivot, right? Yes.
0: And, and that's actually one of, one of the challenges I had to do because I knew from my own experience, I did not want to become just another training video. I did <sighs> not want to be just because I knew from my own experience, you can only learn so much. The benefit from working with my team is after you go through a very dynamic scenario, uh, you get the immediate feedback. Hey, Leslie, you did really great in this scenario. You maintained a reactionary gap, because we, we, we teach so much in, sure. in these classes. You re- maintained a reactionary gap. You kept a calm tone of voice. But Leslie, did you know you have a tendency to roll your eyes? Mm. And that type of feedback is critical, because you could go through life with all the book knowledge on how to <laughs> handle a situation and never realize you are this problem because you're always rolling your eyes at an inappropriate moment while dealing with someone. And that may escalate the situation because they get that much more infuriated, right? You know, you can see how disrespectful that seems to be when you're trying to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the, the real uh, magic happens, I like to say, is when you're actually working with my team. And so that for me with COVID and all that was, was, was how do I remain relevant? Uh, how do I keep uh, the business name on, on, on top of people's minds and so on? And um, uh, it, it's been challenging because I, I've, and I probably shot myself in the foot a couple times over the summer. I, I just didn't want to do uh, any Zoom things oh. and stuff like that. However, I've, 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 learned, I've learned to relax and, and, and appreciate that, that at least, John, they want to hear you. Mm-hmm. Yes, they could have gone to anyone else to get a video training, but they wanted to hear from you. And um, so once I kind of reframed and rewired my thinking, <laughs> okay. all right, ah, you see what I did? Um, it, it, it just made it that much easier for me to, to accept that new pivot. Um, and for one thing, uh, I also recognize that this is a way of planting seeds, because once they appreciate what I'm trying to do and what I'm doing with the team, when things settle down my team and I can go do training with them. And actually now my team and I will do training. We, we carry the, uh, because facial expression is so critical, we'll, we'll wear the clear uh, face shields. Oh. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. so that we can, yeah, it's, body language is, is critical in, in being able to successfully and effectively de-escalate a situation. Mm-hmm. So.
1: What so do you talk to people about how to read facial expressions and read body language when they're in a situation?
0: Not necessarily how to, but but to but to understand what you're reading, and understand how to avoid overreacting to what you're reading and sensing. So, uh, if you and I were having an argument and so on, and uh, or you come into the office and you're upset with one of my employees, I can detect and sense that that. You're uptight about something. You're angry, and we did not have to be taught that. We learned from a very early age when mom and dad has that expression. That must mean someone's in trouble. It's either me or my brother or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and as we grow up through life, we we uh, our our ability to decipher and read uh, nonverbal messages and so on just gets further fine tuned. The problem is you can overreact to someone else's body language uh and thereby es- re-escalate a situation you come in and i'm already having a a, 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 a tough day and you want to make a complaint or whatever something about my business and i look at you and i roll my eyes or i do something that you that i don't mean to to do but could escalate the situation because i'm already dealing dealing with my own stuff um, and so it's not so much teaching people how to read body language because they already know how to do that. It's, it's, it's teaching them how to, once they read it and interpret it, understand that they're also people are also reading your body language. And so be very careful about how, uh, your nonverbal body language, the things you say and do so that you don't inadvertently escalate a situation. Don't, don't cross your arms depending on the situation. Don't roll your eyes. Little things like that that a lot of us do unconsciously. Uh, but de- de- depending on the situation could actually escalate a situation.
1: How interesting. So let's talk a little bit, because you alluded to it, about reframing and rewiring. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you done since you're now two, three and a half years yeah, in your four business, years, four yeah. years, and uh, things were going well. I know you're really busy and really ramping up. and then So what, what's been going on with that for you?
0: Uh, the biggest challenge for me uh, even even beginning this road, uh, even though I knew it was such a calling, and I knew that I knew that I knew I was going to stop trying to be a charter pilot, and even though I still use my pilot's license, I, I just knew that I was going to go down this road. The challenge for me was the self-doubt because I do not have a business or accounting background, mm. and so I I I literally uh, stepped out in faith and 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 just kept moving on. Um, I had to rewire my, the negative messages in our head. Um, not that I had anyone in my life tell me, John, you're not ever going to be able to amount to anything or anything like mm. that. I've seen that in, in other households. As a police officer, I've seen that happen. Um, just a reminder, to everyone, children learn at a very early age, you know, which direction they're going to go. Oh. And you can either be very, very supportive and encouraging, or you can inadvertently Really damage a child's uh, uh, frame, of, uh, frame of mind and their perception of the world, I, just mm. by using tone of voice. Uh, for example, "Your dad couldn't make it. He tried. He sent flowers in a card. Your dad couldn't make it. He tried. He, all he did was send flowers in a card, just by same mm. ver- phrase, but just changing the tone of voice could absolutely alter a child's perception and interpretation of the world around him. So I'm not, I did not live, thank you, Jesus, I did not live in a, a dysfunctional family. It was very encouraging, very loving, but we still, as we grow up, still receive uh, negative messages either from bullies at school or whatever, and it, that, that stuff stays in you, with mm-hmm. you. So as I grow up, and excuse me, as I retired and all that, I'm about to venture, again, with no business or accounting background, okay, how do I do this? I'm literally stepping out in faith. Um, and, and so what I started to do was to rewire and reframe my mind, was I always reminded myself of, this, of the successes I've had. Every year that I've been in business has been literally exponentially better than the year before, whether, in, whether financially or in terms of exposure. Uh, blessings come in very many different ways, not always financial. Uh, exposure, interviews, uh, comments, you know, it's, it's been exponentially better every year. Until COVID hit, I was I was on track to be having another amazing year. Things have slowed down. But now I can see that 2021 is going to be an amazing year because this has become such a hot topic. A lot of people, businesses and organizations uh, realize there's there's more to good, effective training than just listening to another um, uh, video training, you know, how to video, not that it doesn't have its place. But again, you really learn and develop muscle memory and you have teaching points sunk into your head and reinforced in your head by actually going through a simulated situation and getting that feedback from instructors. Yeah,
1: I think that's key, what you just said about Mm -hmm. the the simulation and the feedback Mm -hmm. because it's more than book learning, right? It's practice and experience. So can you share a little about uh, specific encouragement to leaders and individuals who struggle with conflict or if they are in an abusive situation?
0: Uh, there's no easy answer to that. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, let, let me go with, as, as a police, former police officer, let's, let me touch upon abusive situations. Th- there's so much dynamics that go into that, and they're so tragic and they're so tricky. However, the, the bottom line is you've got to believe you deserve better. At some point, you've got to realize you deserve better. And at some point, you've got to realize that you're modeling for your children proper behavior because, again, children learn from an early age. If you stay in an abusive relationship, your daughter will just innately understand that it is appropriate to be mistreated by a man and grow up and potentially Mm -hmm. find herself someone who is abusive a son will grow up because it's, and, and believe it's okay to mistreat women because he sees dad always do it and get away with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and so you've got to, at, at some point, really realize and accept you deserve better, your children deserve better, and, I, and yes, I get it. I, I understand there's a lot of dynamics to it. It's a very tricky situation. Uh, oftentimes, unfortunately, very deadly. But if you're in an abusive relationship, please know that you deserve better and your children deserve better now for businesses and so on co-workers where you're in, in in constant conflict with somebody take a deep breath and really assess the situation you're in is this your pride and ego that's, that's causing you to feel offense. Because when you feel offended about something because you didn't get the pat on the back, you didn't get the recognition, you're getting jealous, you're offended that someone else is always getting the credit, you're bound to end up saying you're doing something that could escalate a situation because you're offended. I would say take a deep breath. If it's now, if it's a personality conflict between you and another person, is there some way to mitigate, eliminate, or, 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 or reduce the amount of contact you have with that person? It is what it is. Sometimes people just have personality conflicts. It's 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 just one of those things. If you recognize that that you're in a situation where it's just a personality conflict but generally the work that you guys are able to produce together because you're assigned to this person mm-hmm. works, well, somehow you may have to end up being the bigger person and just recognize I can get past this. There's just so much, there's no easy answer to that question you have, there's so much to it. However, the only person you can control is yourself. The only person you can affect and influence is yourself. So as long as you take a deep deep breath, slow deep breaths, uh and just get that oxygenated blood to your brain because if you can get oxygen to your brain you can think under stress and if you can think under stress you reduce the uh uh, the chance that you are going to say or do something that could escalate a situation take a slow deep breath and really assess the situation am i really upset because it's my own pride and ego or something or is it just a personality conflict and if and if once you can really put your your finger on what the actual problem is, you're more apt to be able to successfully deal with it than to just blindly lash out in frustration and, oh, I'm just pissed off. And we see what happens in the world today with people just lashing out blindly and just a whole lot of chaos and violence.
1: So you teach people really how to make better choices in the moment is what I hear you saying. And, And essentially, reframing and rewiring yes. themselves to, yes. to have a better outcome
0: yes absolutely um that, that's exactly right trying to teach people and as, and believe me i've been there i know how challenging it is in the moment um when you're dealing with someone who's loud rude obnoxious and maybe very confrontational i get it but that's what you need to do mm-hmm. you you've, you have got to be able to take that deep breath and slow yourself down and as a matter of fact it, it, use it as part of your strategy while you're taking that deep breath let them vent Because oftentimes angry people just need to vent. Mm -hmm. And if you can let them vent a little bit and do, as part of my training, uh, active reflective listening and so on, uh, let them see that you are engaged in the moment and everyone wants to be treated with respect. And one of the ways we can do that is just simply listen. Let them vent and just listen to them. Uh, and not listen to, uh, in, 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 in that, you're not listening for a point where you can keep talking. You're listening because you're actually engaged and, and addressing, okay, Leslie, I understand you're really uh, upset about this. You know what? I remember when I had a similar situation years ago. I didn't have a job. You know, but show empathy and compassion because you've got to humanize yourself with this other person. So when you initially find yourself in a sudden onset of uh, someone who's loud and rude, uh, just take a moment, take a deep breath, let them vent um, and chances are good that you are all well uh, on your way uh, to de-escalating that situation. Oh,
1: that's great advice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, you've said 2021 shaping up to be a pretty good year. Yeah. What's the project yeah. you're most excited about?
0: Uh, I have several several corporate organizations that are reaching out to me um, from from across the country. Several, and those are always exciting. My team and I travel outside the United excuse me outside of Michigan, and that's always exciting. You know, a little road trip. Sure. Um, so anytime we get something like that, um, it's very exciting. I, I, as a matter of fact, this is the second time in three years I actually had uh, an organizations in the Philippines reach out to me. And it's only a matter of time before someone pulls the trigger. So good, you know, that's yeah. exciting. So I, I can force, I can see uh, my team and I going international. Yeah. I can. Yeah.
1: So before I let folks know where to find you, what's one final piece of advice?
0: Don't take everything so personally, hmm. and show some empathy and compassion to your fellow man. We're all in this together. We're trying to do the best we can. Uh, And it's the world and people are not out to get you. Mistakes happen. It's it is what it is. Just take a deep breath, slow down. Adapt, improvise, overcome. Now, I know you said one piece of advice, but there's just <laughs> there's there's it's it's just so much that goes into it. So, but anyway, you know, just we're in that. this together. Empathy and compassion for each other, folks. Emp-
1: empathy and compassion <laughs> sounds good. So, John, where can people find your social media, your website? What?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm on social media. I, I recently uh, on YouTube. I started a YouTube channel uh, since the pandemic began to stay busy, I find these incidences in the news, and I talk about how conflict de-escalation training, knowledge and skills would have made a big difference on, on the outcome of these incidences. Oh, yes. uh, situations in Detroit, around the country, just, just where people just overreacted uh, and, and found themselves in a bad situation, assaulted or even shot and killed, mm. uh, just situations that, that totally could have been avoided, totally. At, in, in those first initial moments of a situation. So I YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm everywhere. Um, in today's world, you gotta have a social media footprint, so I'm there. Uh, all you have to do is look up gentle response. Gentle, gentle response, response training. Training, yeah. training. okay, yeah.
1: great. Yeah. Thank you, appreciate Thank you. that. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone. Until next time, appreciate you joining us.
0: The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.